please join in our entrance hymn, Do Not Be Afraid. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang for the celebration of morning Mass, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Robert uh, today. And we welcome especially uh, his parents who are here with us. Welcome uh, Eddie and Mary and Brother Edward as well, and all the family members who have joined us. Welcome also all the family friends who are here with us, and most especially Robert's uh, friends who are here in such great numbers. What words can we say uh, today that would make any sense? We're full of sadness in our hearts at the loss of this young man, but we're also full of great pride and admiration for the way that he lived his life with great courage, and he has inspired uh, each and every one of us. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, 
through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rise again, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will be their blessing. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him and love for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. you 
your foot against a stone, and he will raise you up on eagle's wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun, and from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Nothing can come between us and the love of Christ. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him, the, gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen when God acquits? Could anyone condemn? Could Jesus Christ? No. He not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us. <coughs> Nothing therefore can come between us and the love of Christ. Even if we are troubled or worried, or being persecuted, or lacking food or clothes, or being threatened or attacked. These are the trials although, through which we tri- triumph. By the power of him who loved us. For I am certain this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor create any created thing can ever come between us and the love of our God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. <coughs> be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. A man on his way abroad summoned his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, each in proportion to their ability. Then he set out The man who had received the five talents promptly went and traded with them and made five more. The man who had received two made two more in the same way. But the man who had received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, a long time after, the master of those servants came back and went through his accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents came forward bringing five more. Sir, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. Here are five more that I have made. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater. 
come and join in your master's happiness. Next, the one with the two talents came forward. Sir, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. Here are two more that I have made. And his master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater. Come and join in your master's happiness. Last came forward the man who had had one talent. Sir, said he, I had heard you were a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered. So I was afraid, and I went off and hid your talent in the ground. Here it is, it was yours, you have it back. But his master answered him, You wicked and lazy servant, so you know that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered. Well then, you should have deposited my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have recovered my capital with interest. So now take the talent from him and give it to the one who has the five talents. For to everyone who has will be given more, and they will have more than enough. But for the one who has not, even what they have will be taken away. The Gospel of the Lord. You can see from the many people in the church today the profound effect that the life and the death of Robert has had on many people, friends, family and people who knew him. He was popular and a much admired young man and people have been deeply affected by the loss, especially his parents and his brother and family members and his friends. People found it easy to like and to love Robert and today we sense from the many people who are here uh, that sentiment but also from the the way in which people have spoken about Robert with the deep affection and pride that he had for him. His death also has a deep effect on our town. One of our young people has died and that deeply affects all of us. Although he carried a major defect in his heart throughout his life, he wore it lightly. Few would know about it. Instead of being burdened by illness, he in actual fact was full of life, had an optimistic and carefree spirit. It was as if he too wanted to cram as much into life as possible. Life was for the living. Every day was a new day and there were new things to encounter. There's something in that, isn't there? Rather than being weighed down by what might happen, rather than being afraid of what is to come, rather than being chained to the past, life is for the living. There's a joy in each day to be able to live, to breathe and to enjoy that day. No one knows when God will call us, but we've got good to do in our life and we should be at peace Think just of the infinite possibilities that your life can become and the things that you can do. God has poured this gift into your lap and my lap, a generous and good gift, and good is to be done. The parable in today's Mass says exactly this. Don't hide the treasure in the ground. We have been given gifts by God. Use them wisely for the good. Strive to be the good man 
for the good women. Don't hide that gift of life in the ground. Don't have nothing to show for it. Multiply it, and in the end, have a lot to show for it. I invite you to look around in the church today. Robert's life may have been short, but look at the great love that he generated in other people. People loved him, and he loved others too. Look at what he has to show. Those who know him, his parents, his brother, family and friends, are deeply proud of him. The gift of his life was not buried in the ground. He wasn't fearful to use it. It was multiplied, and he has much to show to the one who gave it to him in the first place. It's all about love, isn't it, in the end? That saying that love itself makes the world go round, how true that turns out to be. Some people would like to say that it's other things that makes the world turn, power and wealth and money. But the world spins on its axis when people love each other, and when they learn to love each other too. Robert's unique life teaches us that, for he was a boy that was capable of great affection and making friends, and his life teaches us the importance of love. Love indeed makes the world go round. People get born better when they love. People are better people when they love. We reach new heights in our own life when we love. A few details, perhaps, about uh, his life. Robert was born in the uh, the first year of the new millennium, on the 6th of July, 2000. Like all children born in that year, there was something special. How could it be otherwise to be born in the first year of a new millennium? His parents were, of course, uh, Mary and Eddie, and his brother, Edward. He also had a wee sister, Anne, who didn't survive into life in 1998. Robert's first years of life were, to say the least, bumpy. Uh, He was born with a serious heart defect that meant in those first years many visits to hospital. It meant that he wouldn't be able to take uh, part in strenuous things like PE in school, but apart from that he managed quite well. He attended St Cadoc's Primary School and Trinity High School, He made many friends in his time at school, many of whom are here with us today. His teachers at school have a good word to say about him. He was quiet, he was hardworking, and he excelled particularly in computers and IT. He found, as you might imagine, the stairs challenging in the school and often used the school lift. Often I have to tell you that many of his friends would jump into it alongside him He was very popular. He loved being with his friends, but was always, as you probably know, smaller than they were, much more so as time went on. They were tall, and he wasn't. But I believe that there are numerous pictures of him on their shoulders in crowds so that he was able to see just exactly what was going on. His life was full of joyful things, numerous concerts for bands and music that he liked, And, of course, I have to tell you that he was devoted to a certain East End of Glasgow football team. Followed them home and away, followed their fortunes up and down, was the devoted fan. 
Having left school, he went to the University of the West of Scotland to study criminal justice and policing, enjoyed his course there and was doing exceptionally well. He had plans, things that he wanted to do in the future. He had ambition and drive, and we can only imagine that he would have done well in the professions that came along his way. Robert was greatly loved by his mum and dad. He was the apple of their eye. They were very proud of him, especially what he has achieved and the good person that he turned out to be in his life. They will miss their beloved son. They will never stop missing him and yearn for the day that they will meet again. He was an exceptionally loving son to them and they are very proud of him indeed today. And he was particularly loved by his brother, Edward, and was extremely close to him. They shared a lot, cared very much for each other, and it's a very heavy loss for him, and he will never stop missing his brother, and he too is so proud of all that he's achieved and all that he was. Edward also is so pleased that he lived to see Hunter and Harper born and to hold him in his own arms. He had many friends, particularly Paul and Cian and Nathan and Finlay and Ross and Craig and Aaron and Stephen and Jennifer. They loved him as a friend, but they treated him also as a brother too. <coughs> Friendship is big in his life. His friends meant everything to him. And he found friendship easy, and people found it easy to be his friend too. He's not with them now, and will not follow them into their adult lives, and all that will come for them. But he will always be with them to their dying day, and will especially have a place in each of their hearts. They will carry him wherever they go. God has given us our life to do much good. It is never a treasure to be hidden in the ground. We should never be fearful to use it, fearful of the chance, fearful to take a chance. It's to be multiplied and to do much good with it. We sense in his life that Robert himself has done just that, not a treasure to be hidden in the ground, but a gift multiplied in so many ways. He has so much to show God in return for the gift that he's been given. We leave this church today not weighed down by loss, but rather inspired by the life of a young man who overcame the odds stacked against him, who has overcome the limitations of illness, but of course also has carved out a young life for himself, good, exciting, and did much good. He was never a prisoner in the house, but went out to meet life with all its challenges. People are surely inspired by this courage, this determination, this strength. He was an exceptional young man. Robert, at the end of your life, we give thanks for the way in which your life has touched so many lives and will continue to do so. We are so thankful for the way in which you were a loving son and brother and a loyal friend and in these recent days a loving uncle. We give, you thank, we give thanks for your great qualities of loyalty and care for others. And at the end of your life, we wish peace for you. May God reward you for your kindness, for your goodness, 
and may you be at rest now. God bless you. I invite you please to stand. <coughs> we come to our loving Father asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother Robert, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Robert, our brother, who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers today in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please be seated. Please join in our offer to him, Here I am, Lord.
paid your brothers and sisters that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we faith by sending down your Spirit upon them what you fall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Robert, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with great confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Queensland. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother Robert may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Please join in our final hymn, Walk With Me, O My Lord.
And there are times I fall 